DJ and PK brought to you in part by Homie. Buying or selling a home, Homie will give you up to 5000 back to help you with closing costs and fees. Remember, it's simple to get started with Homie. See more at Homie.com. Time now to talk a little college football with Kurt Cragthorpe, the youth beat writer for the Salt Lake Tribune. He joins us on the Sprint special guest line. Lease any iPhone X or 8 and get an iPhone 8 on us. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Kurt, good morning. Morning, guys. Kurt, camp has broken. Now school has started and game week preparation has started. And you, you go up there, you can't see camp, but you talk to guys afterwards. Did you learn much? Did they learn much? Or you just got to go through the practice and get through them, but don't pretend like you learned a lot? Yeah, it's a weird phenomenon. I'll start with the premise that I don't I don't know how much more I gained last year by watching 20 minutes of practice three times a week than compared to zero minutes ever uh, this month. Sometimes you get uh, false impressions or misleading impressions. But certainly I'm in a state where all I can do is go on what other people are saying, and uh, so I'm very eager to get some kind of evidence on August 29th and, and get into the flow from there. But, but basically with, with Utah, they, they, they seem to have some answers to the questions that we all posed on July 31st. But, but again, until we see the product on the field, there's some mystery there. I find it interesting, you know, Kyle's made a living out of being the underdog and then overachieving and, this year, get your thought on it. It seems like you know the expectations obviously are sky high, but it seems like to me he's embracing them and he's talking up the team. You know, hadn't had a bad practice. You know, it's it's the the greatest this, the greatest that that they that they've had since they've been in the conference. So as I listen to him, it's all positive. Makes me a little nervous, but nevertheless, it's all positive. Yeah, it's, it's been interesting. I, I would say he has been pretty upbeat, and he, he still likes what he he still uses phrases like blue collar mentality. He was saying that's what he likes about this team Saturday after the last scrimmage, and so I I think uh, what they've found is is kind of a good mix that they're responding to the fact that people are saying good things about them, but they also know there's more to be done. I mean, they they did lose five games last year, so. They they do need to uh, establish themselves again, but but it is a, a good starting point for sure. Today the AP Top 25 will come out and will be the first time that Utah's ranked in August in what we all consider the main poll for the first time in the Pac-12 era, and certainly it'll be the highest ranking in school history. So there's a, a lot of endorsing going on and. But, yeah, Kyle said he likes this team. So do you believe the offensive line is really that good because they're going to want to run the ball a lot and they lost some offensive linemen who were starters last year? Have they got to put back together again, you think? Yeah, I, I keep trying to envision what's going to happen the week from Thursday in Pro Bowl. And, and the, the offensive line is probably still the number one issue to me in terms of what this team is going to look like. Uh, they have some capable guys, and, and I think going forward, they, they really have some good young linemen in the program. So I think on a long-term basis, that position area looks pretty good. But but how those five guys are going to play in Pro Bowl, 
is uh, really interesting to me, and 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 it, it is the the linchpin of the whole operation. I mean, they have to protect Tyler Hundley well, and and if they want to run the ball and just line up and pound people at times, and and not use the zone read option, which theoretically allows you to not block somebody. If they want to just hand it off to Zach or one of the other running backs, they they got to block people and. And, and to me, that they have to prove they can do it. So offensively has been their bugaboo for many number of years now. And going forward, I'm talking about, well, Tyler Huntley, look what he did last year. All right, look what he did last year you know, when you look at that October. And it was good. It went 4-0, scoring 40 points every game. You look at the competition, and three of the four had losing records. Arizona, SC, and UCLA, and then Stanford had a winning record, and they were seven and five. So, how much do I really believe in him? Yeah, there, there again, Tyler has a lot to prove. I, I, I do, I don't, I don't think the October is the is a really representative sample size, just for the the factors you mentioned. And it's kind of funny, people forget that he wasn't playing very well at Arizona State when he got hurt midway through the third quarter. Uh, people kind of just dismissed that game. But, so, I, so, yeah, I think there's a lot on the table for Tyler. And, I, and I've thought a lot about this, that it's been a long time since any senior quarterback in the state of Utah had a, had a truly fulfilling senior year, as, as Tyler hopes to do. Either guys got hurt at some point or, like Travis Wilson, played pretty well but ended – disappointingly with some November losses. And so you, you got to go back to, to people like uh, Max Hall and Brian Johnson to find a quarterback a decade ago who, who really had a, a fully maximized senior year. And so I, I think a, there's a lot of pressure on Tyler and I think he'll respond well in Andy Ludwig's system. But again, you got to prove it, and he hasn't played great in season opening games either. That'd be the one asterisk going down to Pro Bowl next week. Ooh, another, another qualifier to look at. <laughs> Playing well in season openers. I hadn't thought about That's what that. I'm all about. Yeah, I hadn't thought I'm about, about that history. actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, something to look forward or not not look forward to, but something to watch. Right. I don't know that I've heard a more eye opening quote out of the uh, camp portion of this run-up to the opener. Then when Kyle Whittingham says Jalen Dixon is one of the – paraphrasing here, but he's he's as good as any deep threat in the country. Not, I, I thought he was going to say in the conference. You know, you anticipate the next word, but it was in the country. Uh, have you heard that from other people, you know, either uh, into your recorder or just, you know, quietly after practice chatting with somebody? Well, I think we saw some evidence of that from, from Jalen last year. And uh, he, like, he would catch about one deep ball a game, and, and people have pointed out that that increase once he started playing with Jason Shelley, his high school teammate. But there were there were moments of it earlier in the year. I, I did laugh when you had Riley Jensen on last week, and he thought it was totally a case of Whittingham just wanting defensive coordinators to hear those words and prepare for having a deep threat so you can line up and run the ball and not have to worry about uh, safety coming up. But, but yeah, Jalen can run. 
And uh, and I, I think the other part of his game that people have talked about, Britton Covey mentioned this, is that he's becoming a more all-around receiver, not just a guy who, who goes deep. And uh, yeah, the, the receivers are the, the, the second most interesting part of the offense beyond the offensive line. I, I just wonder which of those guys is going to catch more than three passes a game. And uh, we'll see who really emerges. Yeah, I actually thought Andy Ludwig's comment was better than Kyle saying he's one of the best deep threats in the country when Andy Ludwig said that this young man is developing himself into a full-time receiver, which is far more important because how many bombs you're going to hit throughout the course of a game as opposed to you know the regular passes that pick up first downs and get you 15, 20 yards. So I was more encouraged about that. And Dixon seems like a great kid, so I wish him nothing but success. I wanted to ask you maybe a little bit more of an overview. You look at Utah, and there's so much positivity. There's no doubt about that. How much of that positivity is based on their team being really good as opposed to the South being at best average, if not worse? Yeah, I think the two kind of do come together. But but I just think I go back to I remember writing about this last year as the season was evolving that started to look at it and say this team is really positioned to be very good in 2019 and then there are there are some disclaimers I, I i can't just go down one track you know me because I, I do think back to how well Cody barton and chase hansen and guys like that played last year and their impact will be missed but but yeah just from a personnel standpoint it, it's, it's almost weird how how it's all kind of lined up in 2019 and and especially with the the NFL prospects all coming back. I mean, I, I, I think at this time last year, none of us would have figured Zach Moss would still be in the program. And you wondered about O2 and an, and a nine, even Blackman. And so obviously Moss's injury last year kind of was a, a blessing in that sense that it, it ended up being one of the factors that brought him back. And but yeah, just to, to go from having nine senior starters last year and then having all the underclassmen come back, it just, just kind of just converged uh, in Utah's favor in, in 2019 to, to potentially be very good. So you've watched them for a long time. Number one, does it surprise you to see them this big? And number two, does it feel like they're just set up for uh, for the fall here? Or we're living in the past, embrace the future. They're they're in a different different place. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's been kind of fun to monitor the, the fan base this summer. I, th- I think you have a percentage of, of fans who – who love everything that's being said about their team nationally. You have a percentage that are totally paranoid and just makes them feel worse and, like you say, set up for the fall. But there there really isn't a, a historical precedent for a Utah team being built up and failing, uh, mostly because they're like I say there's only been two times in history that they've been ranked in the AP preseason top 25 and uh, one of those was was 2004 when they obviously had a great year and and that was the all-time setup to fail executed by Urban Meyer himself 
who participated in this promotional campaign of you ain't seen nothing yet. Hubba baby. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, Randy Bachman and the boys uh, got some play out of that. But point being, it was true. It, it, there was there was new material. He took him to new heights. And so but you can't say that that example was uh, a case of, of Utah not living up to the hype, although hype probably wasn't used as much as it was or is now 15 years ago. But anyway, it's funny, funny how that word has taken on a life of its own now. And then in, in 09, they were ranked in the top 25, mostly because of what the 08 team did. But that team went 10-3, and three, so it's not like it crumbled or something. So, so I, I guess you fans were kind of just soured by what's happened in a lot of Novembers. Uh, again, going back to the Travis Wilson year when they were 6-0 and and ranked number three and ended up losing three conference games and, and not winning the South outright. So there's been some cases of in-season letdowns, but there is no historical evidence of a preseason letdown, if that makes sense. So the dawn of the new year, 2020, what state on January 1, 2020, are you going to wake up in? California, but it, that allows me to hedge. But, uh, <laughs> California is the answer. I thought you might like a state of confusion, wildly hungover, <laughs> any number of things. You know, I, I yeah. didn't. I didn't mean a literal state. You took it that way, so you'll yeah, go California I, with all sorts of wiggle room there. I, I'm, I'm a literal person, but yeah, it uh, <laughs> could, could be uh, San Diego. It could be Pasadena. Okay, so if it's not Pasadena, would you consider this season a disappointment? Uh, no, I, I, I think the I think the benchmark is getting to the championship game again, and then if uh, if you if you lose to a good Washington or Oregon team, and again depending on the circumstances, if you if you lose ten to three again, that's probably a disappointment. There's a lot of uh, qualifications again, but. But I, I don't see how it could be Rose Bowl or bust. I, yeah, I just think yeah, that's I pretty see, high I, I know it's a high standard, but when you're looking at how positive everybody has been, and, and frankly it's made me a little uncomfortable, I'm not used to so much positivity, as you know, and you look at the South, and the best the South, the, the challenger, is pick go 6-6? Six and six? Come on, man. You, 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 you want to start printing stuff. Pac-12 title game tickets now. I mean, that's almost a given. They're right up there with Clemson as far as the easiest path to their conference title game. Right. No, I, 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 again, I'll, I'll go along with the fact that they, they do need to be playing in Santa Clara on December 7th. I think anything less than that would be disappointing. But Washington and Oregon are good teams. and But, but, but obviously there's a lot to be determined between now and then. Maybe if Washington and Oregon both go six and three. So then, so at that point, I would agree with you. And now, let me throw out one more possibility that people really haven't talked about. The Utes are in a place where they they could actually lose a championship game, still go to a New Year's Six game. Sure, it wouldn't be the Rose Bowl, but I, I think that would be a huge advancement. 
Okay, or, yeah, I can Oregon, buy that. Oregon yeah. smokes Auburn, has an awesome season, goes to the playoff, beats Utah in the Pac-12 title game, and Utah is not the conference champ, but they are in the Rose Bowl because they lost the Pac-12 title game. Yeah, but that's yeah, exactly. that, but that's getting that that doesn't count because that puts them in. So it's just that's a successful season. We're talking about if they don't play in the Rose Bowl, is it a disappointment? If they play in the Rose Bowl, no matter how they get there, we've already established that's a successful season. Yeah, I'm just saying if you, if you play in the Cotton Bowl, that's that's almost as good as the Rose Bowl. Maybe not. Ooh, yeah. you might want to back right. that up. Back that up. Almost right. as good as the – let me tell you something, Kurt. There is nothing <laughs> almost as good as the Rose Bowl. So you, I'll give you three, two, one to retract that. <laughs> <laughs> would, I'm, I'm just saying, if you get to a New Year's Six game for the it, first time – It's in nice. Era, it's nice. nice. But there's not right. anything that's almost as there. There is no New Year's Six Bowl that is almost as nice as the Rose Bowl. I'm not going there, nor will All I right. ever go there. It's All simply right. the granddaddy, Kurt. I'll, I'll back. I'll back down. Okay. I'll step off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not saying that those others aren't nice, because I agree with you, they are. But come on. Okay. Holy freak. I've I've been put in my place again. (laughs) So what if they win the conference and go to the Fiesta Bowl? Because that's that's a playoff game this year. Right. And they don't get to experience the gloriousness of the Grand Yeah, but you'll take the playoff. I understand that. It's not about the Fiesta Bowl. It's the playoff. Would you feel cheated, personally, for you fans? No. Yeah, what a conversation to be happening. I know it's weird, right? College football. We thought it'd be three and six in the Pac-12 two years ago, and now now we're saying we're going to be disappointed that they went to the playoff instead of the Rose Bowl. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You would not. But it's not the bowl game; it's the playoff. Right. I understand. It's just the nature of college football changing over the last decade. Yeah. Exactly. No, that'd be a phenomenal season. Yeah. Tip my hat and say, way to go! You you've achieved your goals. And if they get to the Rose Bowl, I would say you achieve your goals. Certainly, if you got to the playoff, I would say you've achieved your goals. But I think there's something to be said for all. You can't have all this hype and then not achieve it and say, well, that's okay. Nine, you still get a trophy. Nine and three, SC wins the division because Clay Helton puts it all together. Then it's a disappointment. And Kirk Cragthorpe wakes up in El Paso after a Sun Bowl. Oh, I think he refuses to go. <laughs> <laughs> He said California. He's waking up in California. He's not waking up in El Paso. It's like some mob movie, and he ends up in the Tribune, like stuffing the plane ticket into Joe Baird's face. He said, I'm waking up in California. Now it's up to these guys to come through. So I expect him, January 1, to be waking up in California. Yeah, he uh, might be I in El Centro he... for some reason, but he'll wake <laughs> up in California. They go to the Vegas Bowl, and Kurt goes on to an El Centro vacation after the game. <laughs> the weather's nice that time of year. It's warm. The, bo- yeah, the bottom line is, on August 19th, there are a lot of possibilities for this season. And uh, as, as tempting as I am to just fast-forward the calendar to January 1st and see where I am, I, I, I think it's just going to be fun to see it all play out. Yeah, I agree. It always is. This should, this season should even be more fun. Well, Kurt, it's as always. We appreciate a few minutes. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining us. And always. We okay. will uh, we will follow you uh, at sltrib.com. We will uh, 
pay to have the thing delivered in our driveway or online, or maybe we'll just go to Trip Kurt and just get the headlines and the pithiest takes. Whatever it takes. Okay. All right. Thanks, Kurt. Thank you.